0: You're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher.
1: The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Nick. This is Lucas. This is John. This is Tom. This is Tyson. And you're listening to the Big Shiny
2: Podcast.
3: If you need a place to drink some good coffee and read comics, Watchtower Cafe is the place for you. The cool thing about Watchtower is it's not just a coffee shop with comic books. It's a great place that lets the geek community in Utah hang out and get together. Go check them out at 1588 South State and tell them Big Shiny Robot sent you. John.
2: <laughs>
3: I'm going to sit here till you do this. I got all day. Are you bumping? Is that? Yeah. Um sorry i couldn't see i got the thing here I please don't please don't neglect that tom well i'm
0: glad that all of you are back because it was just me and tom
3: and it got a little weird he's a little sexual like we were making eye contact across the table thoughts were had yeah tom's not used to eye contact <laughs> <laughs> he takes that as a sign
0: of uh, sexual interest are you talking to me do you want to bang this is weird get away <laughs> god tom okay So what is this nonsense about uh, Netflix They purchased Miller World? Is that his his comic company, right? His comic
2: company. Yeah, that is the second largest comic book purchase by a movie studio. Since Uh, Marvel? Since, yeah, Disney purchasing Marvel obviously is the big one. But this was a larger deal than Warner Brothers had with DC Comics. Really? Yeah, it should be. I'm stoked, dude. I don't know how much Miller World you guys have read a lot but i'm very excited um just to get a bunch of series or in-house movies uh super crooks specifically it seems
0: perfect for netflix
2: well
3: they
1: just they're spending seven billion dollars
3: on original content yep they need ideas and they need scripts right
2: yeah i'm curious what this does to any future kingsman movies
1: maybe they'll just pay a distribution fee to netflix because like net, a lot of the movies that show up on Netflix are things that just were looking for distribution. So they're mm-hmm. like, okay, we'll buy it and it's just going to be here. So mm-hmm.
0: they could just work something out with whoever did the last distribution or who's doing the next one. Well, similar to like Paramount. Anytime that the Hulk shows up in a Marvel movie, Paramount gets a cut.
2: I think- I, I'm super excited because I can get that R-rated content um, that Miller World deserves. With things like Superior. Mm -hmm. Superior Superior.
0: I'm trying to think of, because his stuff, he did a lot on Image too. And I forget which ones were on Miller World and which were Image. Well, he gained the rights. Most of his books
2: now will now come out under Miller World. Really? Yeah, he's got some deal. It'll have Image in there, but it's all under the Miller World
0: uh logo now similar to like, cuz wasn't Jupiter's Legacy and all those those were his right Jupiter's Circle yeah. What was the first one of that series that would make for an interesting Jupiter's series Jupiter's Legacy That would Wasn't be- it?
2: Or no, it was Circle and then Legacy. Circle volume 1, Legacy volume 1, Legacy volume 2 and then mm-hmm. he's going to close it out with a final chapter in Jupiter's Circle.
0: Yeah, and love him or hate him, he he's pretty good about Spinning up a story and then having some form of a conclusion within a reasonable amount of time.
2: Yeah, I mean, most of his stuff is usually self contained to one volume, uh, with the exception of the Jupiter series and Kick Ass. Most of his mm-hmm. stuff is kind of standalone.
0: Like Chrononauts, wasn't that? That was Miller. Yeah.
2: Um, MPH, which is like a group of speedster. That was a great book. I don't it's think like I read that one. A bunch of street kids get enhanced with speedster abilities <laughs> and kind of how they deal with all the power good and bad
0: what was the one that was it starlight the with the guy that was a hero in another dimension yeah they've said planet.
2: that's top of the list for movie oh. development i it might change now that netflix bought it he was already he had a deal going with uh is it fox that puts out kingsman
0: i'm not sure who puts it out that sounds right he said that was the next project they were looking at that's probably um, my favorite of his books
2: starlight i don't know super i can't remember the name can't wait for super crooks this is basically the x-men like you can look at all the characters and they're clearly derivative of your main x-men characters except they're all villains and they're basically going it's like oceans 11 on charles xavier they're going (laughs) after the king super villain who's the super powerful telepath Mm. and they're trying to rob him of all his villainous earnings it's great it sounds wonderful imagine the uh you remember resident evil with like the laser wall oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. imagine wolverine and Sabretooth having to get through that just keep piecing themselves back together <laughs> so they can make it through this hallway that is all lasers it's gonna be fantastic
0: that sounds cool what's that one called uh it's uh, super crooks super crooks yeah hmm. well at the very least it'll make for some interesting content uh, hopefully that's successful for both parties. It seemed like Netflix has been doubling down more Dude. ever since Disney announced that they were um, going to be removing their content. Although from what I understand, their content is family stuff like Disney cartoons and Disney oh, so they're going to leave and like the movies. Marvel stuff and put the Marvel now. And- yeah,
1: they're, they're working it out and it's like a long down, like they're slowly pulling things off because they're going to spin up their own streaming right. service because they're fucking stupid. Yeah. And is their contract
2: over already with Netflix? They hey, they signed no, a deal two years through. ago for all the Marvel content yeah, and it's, Disney content.
1: It's convoluted because they have so many different IPs. And so, okay. like, Netflix is working with them to figure out what's going where and how long and if they're going to
0: obtain the rights and things like that. So, <laughs> I think the superhero stuff was through 2020. Yeah. But
3: it's, yeah. Yeah. I'm really nervous that we end up in a future in the next three years where every distribution house or every film house has their own streaming service that you have to subscribe or pay through to get their content, which in my mind is like the not right... Because it just puts us... It just takes us back to the cable model, right? But digital instead of coax. Hulu's
1: doing... Like, you can get a free month of HBO through Hulu right now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They're Yeah, they're already like merging back together a little bit. But then you have... uh, cbs is gonna put their star trek online only i'm not gonna pay for something that's a over the air channel
3: right that's gonna have ads in it too and you know that yeah like i well this is totally off topic but it bums me out and i would much rather just be like hey 20 bucks a month pick five channels because then i would be like i want hbo cartoon network whatever college football is on and that's really it. That's I think that's what Sling
0: TV is, is trying to go for.
3: Sling's bad, though. It's, it's a, real bad. It's a bad service.
0: It never works. So I tried to use it during the NBA playoffs with the Jazz. Just constant and buffering? It just never worked. I ended wow. up having to use uh, ESPN's app, which was even still shitty. And the whole yep. time I was thinking, like, why am I fucking yeah. doing this to myself? Yep. So uh, that should be interesting. Yeah. Let's, this is just quick tangent. Yeah. yeah. Um, HBO, along with the...
2: Uh, producers and writers of uh, both Lost and The Leftovers have acquired the rights to Watchmen. It sounds like their next series on HBO oh, yeah, is yeah, going to yeah. be a Watchmen series. I heard about that. It really? Sounds, yeah. Like, could I don't know in very early stages other than they greenlit it and they got the rights to it. I'm just wondering what stories they going to somewhere do. is groaning very loudly. Yeah. Whatever. He's sitting in his castle Scrooge McDuck in it.
0: <laughs> Taking LSD. Just That's probably true. He has no idea what's going on. Uh that'd be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I just work here. Hmm. Okay. So speaking of cool TV shows let's move on to some of these other guys we got on the list. Uh the Defenders that's on Netflix right now. Is that worth watching? I haven't watched any of it. I yeah. skipped out on Iron Fist. I didn't finish Luke Cage. I really want to finish Luke Cage. I don't. I he, kind of feel burned out. Is
3: we're jumping into? Yeah. Or? I I think Iron Fist is better in Defenders than he is in Iron Fist. He's like, still trash. He's still trash, but he's much more. He's more interesting than he was in his own show. Like he gets. He's given a lot more diversity and not diversity, but like he just seems like a more dynamic character because Luke Cage and other characters around him help make him seem a little better.
0: I, so what's the setup for this? What's the cataclysm that's bringing together? I mean, these it's together? the hand trying to destroy New
2: York, you know? Mm-hmm. So basically how this breaks down is each one of these series, you have gotten kind of a glimpse of a different finger of the hand both in the two Daredevil series right you had uh madam gao and then uh what's his name kobu
3: oh um baku batu
2: no that was uh iron fist okay
3: i can't Uh, remember the japanese the japanese the bear guy right the dude that's like like, the red red ninja ninja that daredevil
1: faces I know who you're talking about. I just can't yeah. remember the names because they're... And then
2: in Iron Fist, you get boo, uh, Bakudo. Bu- Bakudo. Thank you. Um, yeah. And then this introduces the final finger of the hand, hmm. which is played by Sigourney Weaver. Oh. So... It's pretty great. First three episodes, pretty slow. You're just kind of catching up on where everyone's at and they're slowly interacting. But once episode three hits, it just takes off and keeps going. Right. Yeah,
1: because I had it like just kind of playing while I was hanging out doing stuff. And then once they all kind of get together, I was like, oh, okay. And I started watching and paying attention to it. Oh. And like, all right, this is getting good. But it's still, it's like you said, every time Iron Fish shows up, it's just like everything's kind of just sucks.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I... Liked him. Towards the end, it got better. So I'm but not all the way through. Choreography got a lot better. Mm-hmm. and Just his story. The thing that bothers me is Daredevil is the anchor of all these series. It was the most well-received. Um, they've put the most into it, in my opinion. And so Daredevil essentially is going to have to be the leader. However, Iron Fist is the superior fighter no offense yeah. to matt murdoch but like that's always <laughs> but, how it's been
3: but in the defenders he's not though like that's they what I'm very saying. much make it's, daredevil way like like this guy is this kung fu master who can only win like two fist fights every three episodes that's my problem with iron have.
2: fist is he gets slapped around a lot by people he should not be getting slapped around yep. by. Hmm. interesting and yep. i don't know if it's just they're gonna build up to that somehow in iron fist 2 Maybe the second season but it just doesn't make sense to me he is top dog i did like it i'm about to spoil stuff here
0: sure everybody's been warned um
2: so at the end of the series um daredevil goes missing they're exploring the they really tap into the comics so at the end of this daredevil's missing and he wakes up and he's clearly going to meet his mother the nun Okay. He's like at the convent where his mom is at. Mm-hmm. And Iron Fist takes over as Daredevil, which happened when Matt Murdock uh, left for L.A. and was going to retire as Daredevil. Iron Fist just dressed up in a Daredevil suit and went around being Daredevil. Which, again, speaks to Iron Fist's skill because he has no enhanced senses and was fooling everybody into thinking he's Daredevil. Right. Ben Urich, Spider-Man, everyone thought Danny Rand was Matt Murdock
3: in so- the suit. So, going back to the the convent and stuff, this is something I didn't know. So, I don't know a lot of Daredevil backstory. And actually, Jocelyn, thank you, explained that, like, th- that small part. But maybe could we give a little more context to the listeners that might not know as much about Daredevil's backstory. So, is he on Earth or is he in like another dimension? Is it like oh, no. an interplanar he's, convent?
2: He's on Earth as far as I know. Okay. I mean, that story, he's always, he was just raised by his father. He thought his mom was gone. Hmm. I believe he was raised to believe she's dead, and he ends up meeting her. She's a nun, and that's where, like, you realize, oh, Matt Murdock has this, you know, he's always going to church. Always and it's Catholic like guilt. The two splits, yeah, oh, okay. between his father, the oh. fighter, and his mother, the Jesus-loving peacenik. So that was, <laughs> that
3: was actually something that... All right, we'll keep on spoiler terrain. So when they end this episode... Like, they're thousands of feet underground in a collapsing tunnel. And everybody's dying. And then he's in a convent somehow. Like, that was really hard for me to suspend disbelief on. Like, how the hell did he get out of the tunnel?
2: It's the hand. There's always a way. Yeah, but
3: Madam Gow was like, oh, this is us
2: dying, basically. That's because they didn't electric keep going. She wasn't out of the goop yet. Ah, okay. So I, I... Willing to bet Electra save Matt Murdock.
3: That's fair. All right.
2: uh, I don't know how he winds up at his mom's place. We'll find out in well, I mean, season three. <clears throat> I mean. When is that one coming out? I don't know. It looks like the next one is Punisher. Oh, my yeah. God. Then... This year.
0: Uh, yeah, end of this year. So it's 2017. So, um, yeah. I imagine of, around
1: Halloween. You reminded me. There's a story going around this morning. Um, Jessica Jones is actually the most watched Marvel series on Netflix.
2: Really? Yeah. I don't, I didn't love that. If David Tennant wasn't Purple Man, I don't think I could have gotten through that series. I cared more about him than I ever did about It was about incredibly
1: frustrating to watch, but yeah. that was the most watched. That's the only one Emily's watched with me because that one was the most like not superhero y. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's very burned out on that shit. Well, but, yeah. Yeah. I was surprised too. I'm, it's got to be
3: David Tennant. I really liked Jessica Jones. I, st- and I liked it a lot. It was just frustrating. But I liked yeah. it.
2: Like, I wish they would have just called it Purple Man. She was a <laughs> side <laughs> character. Like, everything I loved about that show was, like, mm. his backstory and his twisted plots. I didn't really care. I feel like... I it, still don't really care for Jessica Jones. That's because you hate
1: Kristen Ritter, don't you?
2: I do, but just even what they're doing with her. Like yeah. That tunnel, for instance. Like, Jessica Jones can fly. She has the ability of flight, Right. She's super strong. Why not just grab everyone and fly up the tunnel? And they hinted at it in the opening of the first episode, Jessica Jones, where she leaps a tall building in yeah. a yeah. single bound. And like
1: her shtick, we're is just not going to
2: revisit that. Yeah, I, they don't. And you're stuck underground in the giant tunnel where all you have to do is jump straight up. <laughs> <laughs> asinine <laughs> yeah
3: i i would agree with that i feel like the writers either don't know what to do with jessica jones or they just don't care to do anything with her because she was i think she got the worst treatment in defenders
0: hmm. <clears throat> mm. so would you dude say it's worth watching
2: oh yeah i mm-hmm. love the shit out of it don't get me wrong like i know i have some negative things to say about jessica jones and danny Rand, but
1: i'm just i'm only part way through stick just showed up with his uh he's great dude yeah his i've always liked him. his stuff has been great he, he, they're all in the restaurant and he just showed up so that's where i'm at so uh, yeah once he started showing up it got a, a lot more interesting too
2: yeah i love this series. i wish it was a couple more episodes long to be honest with you it felt kind of rushed at the end
0: how many is it is it eight or 12 I would have twelve eight
2: for like ten to twelve
0: hmm. okay well everybody make sure to check that out uh We've all been patiently and not so patiently waiting for Rick and Morty season three and we're finally here. We're we'll to see our pickle Rick and all that other fun stuff. Have you, have you guys been enjoying it? Have you been watching the TV series? It's fine.
3: Yeah. <laughs> what? what like, it's
1: good. It's just, I mean, it's it's what I expected. Like, pickle Rick
2: is one of the finest episodes I've ever watched. Uh, everything I've loved except for Vindicators I could have done with yeah, that. Yeah, the Vindicators one was, was a wasn't great. I
1: like mm-hmm. how much Morty is just like like fuck this shit yeah
3: yeah like he's suddenly the most like emotionally mature member of his family
1: the therapy yeah yeah, pickle rick (laughs) was like jerry all the time (laughs) well
0: the whole idea that he would risk his life to become a pickle just so he wouldn't have to go to therapy yeah to show how detached and disturbed him and his daughter are i thought that was hilarious
2: (laughs) raise your hands if you don't believe the syringe was filled with some sort of <laughs> anti pickle <laughs> <anti-pickle laughs> serum. <laughs> this is so funny. Uh,
0: <laughs> I love that she didn't miss a beat when he walked in. Well, yeah. you must be Rick. have <laughs> heard a lot about you.
2: Um, and then the last episode, I really enjoy.
0: Oh, with the uh, Rick and Jerry episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was fun.
2: Jerry adventure.
0: Yeah, I've been digging it.
1: I, I don't know if you guys have anything. Yet. Like, it didn't, like, quality has not fallen off at all. Like, it's. It's what I expected. It's good, yeah.
2: It's on par. It's yeah, yeah. they didn't break any new barriers, but they didn't like you said, they haven't dropped in quality, and that's the concern when show takes a long break and pressure builds. Mm -hmm. Is do you collapse under that pressure and force it out? And again, didn't love Vindicators, but like it's one episode of presumably but 10 12 episodes, yeah.
3: yeah. I think my favorite episode so far um has been the like post-apocalyptic oh yeah yeah episode. the Thunderdome. yeah the Thunderdome.
2: episode that was a great one. It was really good
3: <clears throat> I, bu- I bought the season
0: on itunes so i get a little special features with it they do these little in-between episodes and they had one the method acting with the, the guy that voice acts rick and morty i i don't believe the episodes happened yet but one of the episodes rick is super intoxicated for the entire episode and so the voice actor, That's Dan Harmon, called him. I was like, Hey, Roiland. we want you That's to yeah. be method acting on this one. You want to get hammered? And everybody on the staff's like, No, please don't. He's already hard enough to deal with. <laughs> and he just gets super hammered. Oh, God. And they're trying to do take after take, and he's making all the wrong jokes. They're That's funny. A, yeah, what's that guy's name? Dan Harmon.
2: Justin
1: Harman. Roiland. That's right. Yeah, he does the voices, and he did the uh, like art designed for it and everything. Oh, gotcha. I don't know. Dan Harmon. Came right. in and kind of gave it
2: some direction, yeah, and toned it down a little bit. Because as we've all seen, that first first episode, yeah, like the it's pretty concept weird. episode. Yeah, yeah, it's very weird. Dan Harmon really balanced it out and gave it some proper direction. But this guy is the brainchild of the whole series.
0: Gotcha. I didn't
1: realize that. I need to uh, when we take a break. I need to show you guys a buddy of mine does. Um, he makes his own figures. And oh, really? he did a pickle mm-hmm. Rick that looks really good.
3: Oh, I think <laughs> I saw that. Did you share it on social media or something? No, that'd be cool to check
0: out. I've wanted to get into that. Uh, one of my buddies that does the Ghostbuster prop stuff from California moved here. And he does all the resin casting. Mm. That's how we've been talking about doing some fun yeah. resin this casting. This guy, his name's
1: Chris Deku. I worked with him at Ancestry. And he, does, he did like a six scale perfect X-Files office. Oh, really? Like perfect. And he did um, a Joker like... And I'll show you when we take a break. His shit is fucking ridiculous.
0: That sounds awesome.
2: Um, after Pickle Rick came out, uh, my girlfriend texted me. And the message said, I want this. And the photo was of Pickle Rick condoms, which <laughs> <laughs> I did not feel great about. I don't know if she was kidding and was sending it like this is funny or if she actually wants it, which. I mean, why does that make disturbing? you feel weird? Because it would make my penis green with a big smiling Rick face on it. <laughs> very, very weird.
3: Let's pay back for the wizard outfit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there guess, you go. Uh,
0: yeah. You've got one coming to you. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like you should really just take one for the team on this guy.
2: You wobble, lobe, <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. So, the, the majority of the rest of our time, I wanted to talk about Game of Thrones. This season has been both crazy, a little bit of a leveling of the playing field a bit for the last season. Nick is our resident expert, but I think everybody here has been watching. Right.
2: Uh, My favorite thing is it's like the past however many seasons. It's like we just started an RPG and we finally unlocked fast travel. <laughs> like We no longer have to watch them. Mm-hmm. We don't have to walk the whole way. We can just cut, oh, I'm going to uh, wherever. And then they're there in the next scene. It's fantastic. Yeah. Why can't we have been doing this four seasons ago?
0: People complained about well, that. And I'm like, Who, the story's got to keep moving it's, forward. Uh, well, it's not now, part of the
1: story now. Like, they had all the books that had all these huge events that happen while they're traveling. Sure. And now it's like. Oh, we don't have these books to worry about. We can just like get people. It's a lot more like a TV show usually is now. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. we need them to be here. They're gonna be here. Yep. This is how this works now. Keep the plot moving. I fucking especially with this last episode. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. It yeah, it's was pretty fucking like even the directors came out and like were like, yeah, we know we're like straining the realms of plausibility here, but we have eight episodes to cover all this content in so mm-hmm. shit's gonna get weird
3: yeah yeah well and there's even been talk of like because they're going off book right that they're not they're, the characters are doing shit you wouldn't expect the characters to do because they don't have a they don't have like a predetermined script to follow so they can get a they list. have like a
1: final outcome and they just need to find a way to get there <laughs> yeah and that's all they have to do
3: hmm.
0: so have, how have you felt about it nick is our game of thrones resident fanatic
1: I've liked everything. It's funny how like all of a sudden there's a lot of TV tropes showing up like in the last episode when like anytime somebody died, it was just some random wildling like that you've never seen before. It's like, yeah. where the fuck did that? Where is this guy been? Like they showed seven people going out and then we ended up with like 15 guys That's, all yeah. of a sudden. it's <laughs>
2: messing me up because you can't really see who's getting killed. Everybody's wearing like, oh, Ikea which rugs. One that? And then all of a sudden it's just some guy that wasn't a part of the original fellowship of the ring and
0: a red shirt
1: yeah, yeah. it was pretty cheap but there's a lot of good stuff and like they literally put like seven of the best people together like oh yeah I, all those guys are awesome tormund is the best just always mm-hmm. and uh i really like beric dondarrion and thoris amir like the it's like we've well, got one guy that's been brought back to life once you've got this other guy who's like on a sixth or seventh turn <laughs> like it's been pretty entertaining. I've liked
0: everything, all the banter with the hound. Yeah. The thing
2: I didn't like was Uncle Ben.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. he is like the deus ex benjin.
2: Just like yeah, every time like oh we've written ourselves into a corner. What do we do here? And they're like well, let's bring Uncle Ben out. He's yeah. gonna come back and save the day. Just, just out comes nowhere. out of
0: nowhere. Yeah, that felt a little bizarre. I thought happened it happened a couple times now. He, he could have just
2: Bran, he did it with John once before.
3: Can't yeah. happen anymore though. That, well, if you think if he's dead. Yeah.
2: He was already half dead anyways. Yeah.
0: I was expecting more something along the lines of John getting out and having to be trying not to freeze to death trekking back. That would have been more interesting than, "Oh, yeah, here's Uncle Ben, here's a right. horse." So I think uh one thing I wanted to mention like a prediction. I feel like or I hope that Arya is playing Sansa and Littlefinger, and I want her to kill Littlefinger and take his face. I think she's, she's she too def- smart. She, to well, and she, a shit. bunch of
1: stuff she said was just completely false anyway, and she said some things like trying to hint that somebody listening wouldn't know that she was full of shit, but Sansa should, mm-hmm. and then at the end when she flips over the knife that Littlefinger gave to Bran, mm-hmm. which Littlefinger... Littlefinger's the one that was, like, behind trying to get Bran dead. Mm-hmm. And so she hands that knife to Santa. It's like, another hint, like, it's all been Littlefinger. Let's go after him. Sure, sure. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm hoping that she's full of shit. And Emily got pissed when we were watching that episode. She's like, what the fuck? What the <laughs> hell is wrong with her? Oh, that was so tight. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, oh, who, wrong with
2: Arya? Arya just being like. I'll take your face, bitch. <laughs> yeah, she did not give a
1: shit. I like that she just has
0: faces in a bag too. Yep.
1: yep. Just here's my little satchel. Just pull this face out. Yeah. I'll pull this
0: on. I want her to kill Cersei because she hasn't gotten that big revenge on the Lannisters yet. I, I imagine Jamie will probably have a hand in taking down Cersei. Well, because he killed the last. I feel like he'll end up killing her because he killed this, the other king. Yeah. This
2: is what bums me out is like tonight's episode. Is like what's really gonna happen, you know? Like right. there's gonna be some big death, but essentially it's gonna be like the parlay,
3: yep. Mm-hmm. And then
2: Winterfell, whatever's going on there, kind of resolving in some way.
3: And then we wait a year. And, and then
2: yeah. a year. And then I know like next season's just like gonna be <clears throat> the White Walker war slash everyone making plots to secure themselves on the throne once right. the war is over.
1: I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised if they just give us all blue balls tonight
2: oh yeah totally yep. i mean that's what i'm
1: expecting
2: it's gonna be just some relative closure someone's gonna die for sure and then i it's think we gonna get be a huge cliffhanger i like think that.
1: we get clay game ball
3: you think so I that think you we, think that's
1: who they'll kill is one of the games i well i something will happen mm. with those two because they're all gonna be they're all in that big pit where the mountain killed uh the viper oh yeah and then the Hound is going to be back. and Because
3: he's going to bring the zombie.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, I love the Hound so much. And Cersei's mm-hmm. going to be like, I already have a zombie. And
2: then the Ice Dragon's going to come and freeze everybody in the desert.
0: So Jon Snow has to die saving the, everybody, right? Did anybody else get that impression? I feel like he's going to... Is it the Night King? Isn't that what the head White is yeah. called? I feel like he's going to die trying to kill that guy. I don't know. Possibly. the. It felt like the foreshadowing with the dude that's died six times, talking to John, like, we have a purpose. We were brought back for a purpose, and they kept like,
3: zooming yeah. in closer and closer on this Night King. I, I, think like, I would should just it.
1: fucking ask Bran.
3: <laughs> right? Yeah, Bran's real shitty at knowing the future.
1: Uh, there's He's just weird. He creeps on a really sh- sh- Like, shitty theory going around that Bran is the Night King. Yeah, read that. It doesn't, no, doesn't add up. It doesn't
2: add up. Was it our Slack channel that posted how, like, The real Game of Thrones is between Littlefinger and the spider.
1: Oh, I don't know. But that's
2: that was fantastic. You guys should check that out. It's basically Mm. how this whole thing has been the private war between Littlefinger and the spider. And now they're both in positions to potentially rise within whatever replaces Lannisters on the throne with the spider being with Daenerys and Littlefinger being with the Starks. Hmm. And how it's kind of like all about them going from fucking rags to riches, nothing to everything. Yeah, that's always been and the, the big whole thing. game is those two because they backstabbed a bunch of people to make their way to this final, most likely uh, end result. Hmm. That would yeah. actually be really. That's cool. interesting. Yeah, like when you they... should uh, look it over. I'll yeah. try to
1: find the link
2: and send it to you guys. It was very well
1: thought of Yeah, when they had Daenerys like going after Varys, like, weren't you the one that sent people to
0: kill yeah. me?
3: Yeah yeah it's good shit
0: i like it i heard being like fuck you i'm gonna take my dragons anyway nothing bad's gonna happen to me this is the right thing to do yep video game balanced <laughs> <laughs> time to, time to nerf daenerys a little bit yeah
2: i mean it could have ended last episode yeah um, daenerys she's on her dragon one dragon goes down the guy throws a spear misses and she just turns around and flames them. Yep. Before he can grab another spear. And end of the show. Yeah. White Walkers are done. They all collapse because well, the kings are dead. If right.
1: John's dumbass hadn't been like, no, I got to go fight these other guys. Like, oh, I'm right here.
0: Oh, I'm going to go back and fight some more. Yeah. Right.
2: He's always such a fucking martyr. That
0: guy. <laughs> I mean, he did die once. Trying to die again. Yeah. Oh, well, I uh, I'm looking forward to see what happens next. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to comment on or predictions before we watch our final episode tonight? Did
3: you guys season? see the meme about her on a boat? Bang him on a boat. Mm-mm. So there's a meme Oh yeah. and the dragon's flying and it gets killed and it falls into the water and it says, no, not like this. I didn't die. For, I didn't die for you not to benefit from this, Danny. Bang him. And then as it's sick again, it says, bang him on a boat. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty great. She's a saint, like- though, right?
0: Like, I know they don't know that, but I know that. But they don't care either. Do they not care? The
1: Targaryens, that no, the Targaryens like forever just just banged. You had to be family to bang, to keep the bloodline. Yeah, they wanted to stay magical and pure, so they would like sister and brother, and that's gross. Yeah, so like aunt and nephew is like pretty, pretty wide (laughs) out. Yeah,
0: so like wow, you're getting really outside of the the bubble here. Yeah. All right, dudes. Do you have something else to say? No. All right, well, Just tell Tom to hit the space bar. Tom, hit the space bar. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> this episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East, Fort Union Boulevard in Midville, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes.
3: Be sure to check out our friends through being cool. We'll catch you guys next week.